On an early chilly Thursday afternoon at the Rainbow Clubhouse in Upper Manhattan, Diana Danny is heating up lunch on an electric stove. From the large pans of her homemade chili, she serves the members of the clubhouse one by one. No, 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 Thank you so much, Diana. Uh, people come here because they give them some place to be besides home. Diana Denny is 57 years old. She has been coming to the Rainbow Clubhouse since 2005, and since eight years she's part of the staff. Denny says that she was brought here by a friend who noticed that she was not doing well. They brought me here because I was isolated. But when I started coming here and I got to know the people here, not only do they have a diagnosis like I do, but they, you don't know it. Nobody can tell. You're not your diagnosis. That's just something, a label that you have, but you don't have to be that. The clubhouse helped Denny become more than her label. When I started working here, my logo was, we meet you where you at and take you where you want to be, because that's what they did to me. They met me where I was at, which was not a good space, and they brought me where I wanted to be, which I'm a full-time worker now. I cook, I do a lot of stuff in here, I know good people, and that's basically what the clubhouse is all about. The Rainbow Clubhouse is part of Clubhouse International, a non-profit organization that helps clubhouses globally to provide a community for people with a history of mental illness. Lilibet Marchand is the director of the Rainbow Clubhouse. This is where members come to get away from it all. You know, we're like a family here. Marchand is not too worried about the new requirements for the Rainbow Clubhouse. But I could just imagine what it could do to other clubhouses and other staff. According to the RFP, three clubhouses might have to close their doors. Those members are going to need somewhere to go to. Marchand says that if people need to move clubhouses, they will have enough space to provide for them but others are more cautious about the new requirements. Matthew Johnson is a sociology professor at Worcester State University and has researched the impact clubhouses have on rehabilitation for those diagnosed with mental illnesses. It seems to me as though this is one of those things where the devil's in the details. And the details being that clubhouses need to have at least 120 visitors a day, which might be difficult as attendance is voluntary. You know, it's not like oh yeah, you have so many units of service and just give them that because people have to decide to do it. It's that voluntary nature that makes it unusual, let's say. The unusual model, Johnson says, needs to be understood in order to set requirements. You know, it's, it's very important not to be so prescriptive that you stand in the way of the clubhouse actually being able to do what it needs to do. And what it needs to do, one of the members, Teresa Ho, who is 59 and has been coming to the Rainbow Clubhouse for over 30 years, sums up in one sentence. If you don't have nowhere to go, nowhere to eat, nowhere to hang out, this would be the place. The deadline for clubhouses to submit their application has been extended for the second time until January leaving a little more time for clubhouses to attract enough members with a history of mental health issues who are looking for a community like Denny and Ho once did. Nobody else want chili over there? Indy Shilton's for Uptown Radio.